my last session just before I came on a it's a young lady who um, is the same age as my daughter, who I actually knew her when she was like five years old and she moved out of my area. And now she's vigorously trying to get through that moratorium phase of life. And um, I'm relieved at the energy that this next generation has. Um, I've met a handful of people under 30 lately who I take a breath of confidence that that generation is going to be in good hands. They're going to be fine. They're going to do well. They're going to find things. And in fact, that feeds right into the first theme. I didn't realize this that I wanted to talk about as we go into, we left off halfway through first Nephi eight. I hope that everyone's patient with how slow I'm going through these because whether you like it or not, I'm having fun. (laughs) So if you're just here to hang out and you're like, I don't know what he's doing. Just, you can just hang out with this and I'm going to have a good time because this is pretty um, psychologically mind altering for me. I want to, and, and I apologize. I, I had a few thoughts about doing some more prep work and putting it in front of uh, everyone, but I was enjoying my weekend with my family as well. And I'm all, nah, everyone can open their scriptures and follow along and we'll post some good stuff. But um, I wanted to, this, this young lady and many of the people I meet um, have spent some time off of the straight and narrow path. And um, I remember when I first would study this as a youth, having almost a fear of getting off the path, but I didn't memorize which line it was, which, which uh, verse it was, we're somewhere in after um, verse 18 in First Nephi 8. But the opportunity to come back to the iron rod and the straight and narrow path and to come back and to not feel um, lost forever or wandering off forever. I'm so grateful that uh, this vision gives us uh, a hope, a when I, when I take the time as a clinician to think in terms of what would it be like to not be aware of this vision? What would it be like to go through life not being aware of an iron rod, not being aware of a straight and narrow path? As an adolescent, I used to be uh, aggravated with the narrowness of it. You know, like all these restrictions, all these things that keep you from going to do things and uh, one of the advantages of being a therapist, you get to hear stories of things people do off the path that you don't have to try out yourself. You can go, that sounds painful. And they go, it is. And they're going like, okay, um, I think I won't do that because you already did. And that, I think I won't do that. And so um, I'm just relieved by the simplicity of the iron rod and the straight and narrow path and that it's right there. I want to ask uh, for some, uh, has anyone been experimenting anymore with their own version of a personalized iron rod? We've talked about three by five cards. We've talked about audio recordings. We've talked about writings. Has anyone um, feel comfortable sharing any of their experiments with iron rod things? Yes. So two weeks ago, Maurice, when you introduced that, I just have to say thank you because I've learned about these things, but it was just never explained to me so simply. And so right after the lesson on two weeks ago, I took my card and I did a number of, I didn't, 
I don't keep like all of them right with me all the time. Of course. Because I know you say kind of split it up, but I have just had a great experience with this because one of them, okay, my control bubble. <laughs> I love this. So, you know, Amy, she teaches this and hey. this has like just changed my life about how I think about agency and the way mm. to control what I can control and understand that I can't control other people, even my kids sometimes, you know? Mm. So I have found so much peace in having these three by five cards with me. And it's just been like my iron rod. Like when I have a rough day and I'm like, why is nobody listening to me? And I, I go back to my three by five cards. That's my iron rod. That's where I'm at right now. And okay, what's in my control bubble? What can I control? And then I love how it talks about in chapter eight, when Lehi's like, hey, Soraya, Nephi, Sam, come, you know, and then he's trying to get Laman and Lemuel. And it's just another example of everyone has their agency. So it's been a huge testament to me. So thank you. The reason I want to, I'm going to keep returning to this uh, if I, if I can remember to do so, but please customize the iron rod concept for yourself. Um, I will use, this is not uncommon for me. There's no need for you to read it, but I will keep little three by five cards folded on my desk of things that I want to be reminded of things. I want to be prompted of sometimes my space would be congested for another person. Um, I've had to practice learning to not have too many. Cause if there's like more than five, I start ignoring all of them. I also like movable ones. Cause if they're in the same spot, my brain gets used to it being there. So I'll just move it to the other side of my computer. And I'm like, what is that doing there? I don't, oh yeah, that's important to me. I'm being distracted by things that are important to me. This is how you manage attention deficit disorder sometimes is you find ways to interrupt your uh, accidental useless thinking. I had meant to find a bunch of quotes, but I, one of them that I know for sure is from what used to be called putting on the armor of God but is now called um, armed with righteousness. He's got a repeated quote that says, what holds your attention holds you. In my first therapy session today with a woman who is working really hard for psychological self-mastery, we talked a little bit about her satanic attacks that it feel like they've increased lately. And one of the conclusions she came to was that she's been chasing them and hunting them and trying to wrestle with those satanic thoughts for too long. And they've held too much of her attention. And so she wants to quickly turn her attention back to, and three by five cards are really helpful with getting your attention back on what you want it to. Because I think a lot of us have this return to consciousness experience. Like now, what was I wanting to think about? What was I wanting to think about? It was in here somewhere. I'm trying to remember what it was. I was, I was working on a project and I can't remember what it was. By having cue cards to remind you of what's important to you that you've written that are your either your projects or your themes or your uh, principles have those within reach so you can quickly jump on them you don't have to have this long psychological climb out of your brain to get to where you want to be 